Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? They're in the computer? This is getting out of hand. Wow! Strange things are afoot. Hold the potato! Listen. You smell something? Hello and welcome to the Clear History Podcast. The podcast where we go on the internet, research a bunch of stupid shit, look over our shoulders and find that our boss is watching us. And then we get fired. <laughs> then we get fired. I'm your old pal Steve, and with me as always is... Hot Hands Megan. And today we have a special guest, Ron. <laughs> yes, Ron has returned. <laughs> it's great to be back. How's it going, Ron? It's pretty good, pretty good. I'm excited to get more snow on Saturday. Oh yeah, we're going to get some more snow, yay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that happened in the past because we recorded this before. Oh. <laughs> so we're time travelers. Gotcha. Anyways, uh, so what do you got... For the first story. Well, since we still have a few more, a week or so of Black History Month left, um, I wanted to choose, do a story um, that is local. Um, Malcolm X? Not quite Malcolm. Yeah, before that. <laughs> yeah, a, lot, a little bit, yeah, quite before that. Um, but it is the lynching of Will Brown. Oh. That sounds depressing. It is. Um, and I think what attracted me to this story the most is the uh, where this all took place was our city hall in downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, the building just is as it stands. Uh, and so I think place in it? it. It took place there in that in the streets or all around it. Yeah, in it. Whoa. So, and that's just so. That's one thing that's really cool that we can still go there and stand there and then no, after knowing the story, you can visualize this whole. Yeah. Thing go That's down. crazy. You're also in Omaha. You're also eight times more likely to be shot as a black man than anywhere else in the country. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, that should be changed. <laughs> <laughs> so um, here we go. Um, so the story kicks off. Um, basically, there were two. Uh, it was a couple. I did take me a little while to understand. It was. A male and a female, just because their names were Milton Hoffman and Angus Loback. <laughs> wait, so. wait, wait! Which one's the, which one's the girl? I mean, we could take a guess here. Which do you? Milton. All right, we got one Milton. Milton is the girl. Or Angus or Agnes? What do you think? Oh, it's probably Agnes. There you oh, go. I was gonna say Angus sounds like a there boy. There you go. It <laughs> it's is Agnes. Agnes. That makes more sense. Yep. Angus sounds go. like a. Like black beef. Like a beefcake. <laughs> Dyslexia. <laughs> All right. So, yes, it is Agnes. So, that makes much more sense. So Still terrible names. Yes. Um, so, they were uh, walking around midnight on September 2015th. It was actually my birthday, so that's kind of cool. Um, and they were leaving a movie, and Angus and Milton got mugged, essentially. Uh, a person on the street told Milton to back up step away then he dragged the 19 year old by her hair took her and raped her and then stole one of her jewels i don't like the street yep that's how the story goes um so i'm gonna refer to them now that are the last name so milton hoffman and angus loback so the next day on friday the 26th the police start to go out and try to investigate to figure out who this person was that committed this crime um the police along with uh, Lobeck, a- Agnes's brother, and four armed men. 
So the police are doing their little thing. They're searching for two hours. Then there's uh, Agnes's brother and his little posse. They're going mm-hmm. rogue. They're going rogue. And <clears throat> they get a tip off from a neighbor that says there, this neighbor says that there was a suspicious Negro leaving, living in a house at 2418 South 15th Street with a white woman and another black man. So Act, Agnes's brother and the gang, they go to this house, light it up with shotgun shells, just shoot Randomly? it up. Ran, yeah, they're just shooting. They don't give a shit. Um, the police wow. finally show up. They come in and they find... Will Brown cowering under his bed. So they take him. There's a scuffle. The men are trying to get him. They get a noose around his neck twice, but the police get it off. They take him to the jail, um, and they keep him to where they think they're going to keep him safe. Mm -hmm. Um, So to back up, a little bit of political history of of this time. What? Yeah, what year is it? Um, Let me double check. 1919. Okay. So... Previous, before 1919, mm. there was the man named of Tom Dennison. He ran for mayor for a very long time, um, and he was a very powerful man. He had influence over one of the prominent newspapers that was in the area called The Bees, or The Bee. The Bees Knees. Yeah. Um, and The Bee newspaper, it was, uh, kind of served as his, like, talking head. It was his... So anything that he wanted to put out there, he did put out there. The newspaper did put out there. And a lot of the propaganda of the time was black men raping white women. Um, There are accounts that say from witnesses that a lot of the times that it was white men in blackface. Um, And then a lot of the times they say that it was just just made up just to kind of put the fear out Sounds there. suspiciously familiar to a certain person's tweets on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to the year where this all took place, um, a new mayor actually got elected named Edward Smith, um, who is considered a reformer. So he wanted to reform the city and fix it and make it better. Because um, a lot of what Denison did, it was kind of I don't know, it was almost like he was working with gangs, the gangs of Omaha, to kind of keep control over the city. Um, So maybe not the most, like, ethical person. Yeah, exactly. Um, And this Edward Smith came in, and he was going to try to change that. So Will Brown, he, that, the time that he, all this was going on, that is who was mayor, was this Smith character, uh, person. So... Jumping back into the story, Will Brown is in the prison, um, going to the next day. Now it's a Saturday, I believe. Um, Angus's brother has now, like, cheered, or I don't know, he's created this ruse, not a ruse, I don't know. He's just brought a whole bunch of neighbors and friends and things together. A rally. A rally. There you go. That's what this he's is all about. He's rallying them up. He's rallying them up. <laughs> Uh, hold on, side note, what do you imagine a gang in <coughs> Omaha in 1919 would even be? I feel like There's be... a lot of history with the gangs. I don't know. I... It was all like gangs. I yeah. feel like the gangs Crime. in New York, they're like hosting rat fights, and the gangs of Omaha. The city was like, at, <laughs> at that time, like the city was like super corrupt, corrupt. and there's prostitutes, uh, brothels, all beer. sorts of shit. It's mm. crazy. Like it's still pretty corrupt. Yeah, but 
now it's uh, people in suits doing the corrupting, not mobsters. <laughs> mobsters. All right, so he's rallying outside the jail. Uh, not outside the jail. Uh, close at Bancroft uh, Elementary. Do you guys Bancroft? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good place to rally. Yeah, just kind of by a little bit past the zoo, kind of close to Sokol. Um, sorry for you, you listeners who aren't locals, but um, so fairly close. Yeah. Uh, but he gets about 250 people together. Okay. Um, let's see. When did that start? I believe that was at, that started around two o'clock. By four o'clock, he had a few hundred people gathered, all marching down to the the city hall, um, which is where the jail was at the time. Um. <clears throat> So as it goes on, so this mob then just is super aggressive. Um, they're throwing rocks. They're yelling terrible slurs. Uh, so mind Dude, you, there's nasty. a few hundred people. By the time they get to the courthouse, they said that there was probably at least a thousand people. Holy crap! And there was watching or participating. Participating and standing in front of the building um, was 38 police officers. Uh, one of the the top chief police they there was about 50 but or they they sent 50 people home because they didn't think they would need them um so there's only 38 people who are but there's a thousand people at the, yeah in the rally mm-hmm. yeah and so this is all on the south side of uh of the of the city hall which is 18th street harney yeah mm-hmm. um that's a lot of people it is. It's a crazy amount to think of. And, like, just to think of, like, this is what people did on a Saturday. Yeah, right. Back in 1919. Join a hate rally? Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like if you had the right people drumming it up, you could still do it today. That's scary to think about. It's scary. I'm not saying I would join. I absolutely would not. Mm-hmm. But there are people who would. Yeah. Or if you pissed them off. Or, like, just, you know what? You put the right Pokemon Go on a corner block, and so you have a minute to capture it. <laughs> I do see that downtown a lot. <laughs> You'll drive by and just see a herd of people, and you're like, I bet they're there's like they a slow Pokemon. poke there because they're all just on their phones, and yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So, several people tried to in- like interfere, try to quiet the, the rally down. Um, the mayor at one point comes off to the east side of the capital or not the capital the city hall and tries to address the crowd uh people in the mob they actually grab him they say hang him up they what get, they get a noose around him they drag the him, mayor the mayor holy mm-hmm. shit yeah mayor smith they drag him to the 18th street light pole and he hangs there for a while, and then somebody, what they, who the people say they think was maybe his uncle or something like that, they got it. They cut the rope and they got him down, and then they rushed him to the hospital. But the mayor was said like, because they kept saying like, just hand over Brown, and and he, he wouldn't, and he refused, and everybody like, because he could technically, being the mayor, you can, you know, let yeah. people go. Well, he mm-hmm. didn't let him go because he knew he would be murdered. He well, what he he said like I will die before I let this man go. Because you don't, you can't prove that he's guilty. Law. Exactly. Like they, they, there has been no time for to do any of that. And so once he said that, then they say, okay, let him die. Let's hang him. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, here's a picture of some of the 
is. Wow, that's crazy. Um, so it's going on. It's becoming into night. I mean, they're throwing rocks. A lot of the windows in the buildings are broken in. They've busted through one of the doors. So they've they've gotten hold of the first floor. The cops had to go to the se- retreat to the second floor. Um, now it's becoming night. Uh, the rioters are robbing arm sh- arm shops to grab rifles. They're uh, robbing places to grab fuel. They're setting the place on fire. Um, I guess at that point you have so many people participating. It's like you don't even know who's doing what. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like there's no, it's like truly survival mode. Um, and now the mayor's gone, so that really just kind of leaves the police to kind of fend for themselves. Like you know. Yeah, try to calm the situation. Yeah. And, uh, one thing one thing I read that was really interesting, so a fire truck showed up to try to put out the fire, and they said the rioters just ripped the hose to shreds. What? To, yeah. That's um, insane. It is. It's just, there's just so, it's so crazy. So one of the antagonists, I guess, in the story... Um, was a 16-year-old named William Francis, um, who became known as the boy on the horse, who rode with a rope on his saddle, leading part of the crowd. Um, So at one point, William, with his horse, um, people are grabbing onto the horse's tail, following him into the courthouse. Um, Again, everybody's demanding to get brown. By this time, the flames in the building have accelerated so all the officers have gone up to the fourth floor now um for some reason it mentions that one officer uh thinks of like all the records that they have and is very concerned about them burning Mm -hmm. so he grabs the record these like records of all the inmates or whatever and rushes them down into uh uh like a locked safe well that's because if it's not in the archives it doesn't exist He's the Chicago of the Omaha Police Department. (laughs) Where's the the jail located? Is it? Yeah, where's William at, or where's Will Brown at? He's there. He's in this court. He's in the courthouse. Where's the like? What floor? Because if it's on fire, that's a good question. Like at one point, I I can't quite remember, but I do recall um, at one point they mentioned that they took all 150 inmates. And were, they rushed them up to the roof, thinking that would be the safest. But as soon as they got there, there were people on the roof of the other buildings shooting at them. So they had to rush Holy back shit. in. Yeah, like... And they don't even know who they're shooting at. No. And they did say that they finally negotiated. They said, please just at least let the female inmates escape. And they said, okay, yeah, that's fine. So they let all the female inmates leave. Um, but this officer, he grabs all these records, rushes them into this vault along with three uh, police officers who are injured and people then lock them in there and the building is like just burning around them so they have to break through a wall to get out of there Um, and then finally it gets to the point where I'm assuming just the officers just have had enough Um, there's different stories as to how the rioters got a hold of Will Brown Um, some say that people saw like three pieces of paper fall out of the window and on them they basically said here's your negro um in vulgar more vulgar language than that um and then people 
grabbed, they stole the ladders from the fire trucks up to the second floor and crawled their way up there to grab him. Um, other people say that black inmates just said, he's your man, take him, like, just get get rid of it. Like, we don't yeah. care. Um, so there's not, don't really know Nobody's how gonna that Nobody's going to accept responsibility for who gave Will Brown up. Yeah. Um, so they get a rope around his neck. They drag him down. They hang him on the 18th Street light. Um, and at that time, people in the streets, it's dark now. People have to use their car headlights to see. They're just using him as shooting practice and are just shooting at him. They string him down. They tie him to a a cop car. They drag his body down to 16th and Douglas and then put him on a pyre, whatever, like to burn him basically. Um, uh, the one thing I do want to point out about this, um, is... There are three people, three at least three accounts, um, the Lincoln Journal, a lawyer, and an attorney, all who interviewed Brown, and I'm going to say this wrong, I don't know, but he clearly suffered this chronic... Um, rheumatism, chronic rheumatism, rheumatism like, I think it probably like rheumatoid arthritis or yes. something. Yes. Yeah. And all three accounted and said that this man was clearly crippled. That they're, in their, just in interviewing with him, there's no way they feel that they could have... Committed that assault. What is this, To Kill a Mockingbird? I've never read it. Oh, really? Oh, it's really good. <laughs> well, that's the same thing. The guy that was on trial for rape couldn't have raped her because his arms were... Huh. Were all bunk. Well, maybe it's based off of the story of Will Brown. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. So, like, one of the explanations for this is that this whole killing, the lynching of Will Brown was used as a political play. Because remember, Tom Dennison was very successful. I think I think he was mayor for, like, 18 years or something like that. And then he got like beat out. And, and he got beat out. Um, so what a lot of people feel, they haven't been able to have find hard evidence proof of this, but that this was used to show how weak of a mayor Smith was. To where Denison could then get reelected. Um, so after all of the riots happen, uh, it's really sad that like almost nobody was persecuted for any of these. They said mm-hmm. that they literally were picking people out of a hat randomly to go on trial. Um, the two people that were on trial to be convicted of Will Brown's murder, they got off. Um, There's just probably too many people involved even yeah. to get real evidence on. Um, which well, they makes didn't want sense. to have another, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's fucked up. Uh, That's really fucked up. But Hoffman, though. Like, what do you do, like, the next day? Like, when you're like, oh, man, that riot last night. For real. Like, <laughs> so, like, the building. So then the city hall. It was a 16-year-old boy on a horse. That yeah. Rode it. Like, what the fuck? The youngest person prosecuted is 12 years old. Uh, she just yeah. to, like, teenager. Like, it well, said then, like, it what was do you do young after, folks. Yeah. What do you do when it, when it's done and over with? And then you're just like, hey, can I get a ride home? My car was flipped over. Yeah. <laughs> The windows are busted out and the tires are flat. Like, I, I guess, like, I can, like, understand, like, the excitement and, like, every everything going on and, like, you're all, like, in, like, a... a well, it's like a hive mentality. Like, yeah. If you're so angry and you have all the energy around you and, like, I, I get where people get into those, whether it's right or not, they get into those, like... Yeah. But then, like, once it's over, it's just like, oh. 
Okay. I couldn't. Uh, that's one thing. Like I couldn't imagine going <laughs> back ridiculous. to regular life after that. Like yeah. that just seems so. Like participating in something like that. Strange. Yeah. So, like you go back to work on Monday and you're just like talking with your coworkers about it. What'd you yeah, do on right. Saturday? Oh, you <laughs> lynched a man. Did you guys go to the right. How many windows did you shoot out? Ridiculous. <laughs> so um. So. Just kind of to talk a little bit about that then. Um, the So the Omaha police, obviously they were completely outnumbered. They re- did reach out to the Council Bluffs police. They were like, nope, not dealing with it. They reached out to Lincoln, Lancaster. They were like, by the time we get there, like it's going to be too late. They did reach out to federal, um, the Army. Um, they said that you would have to create this a de- declaration of war. You know how slow military things move. It wasn't until like ten fifteen at night they were like, okay, yeah, we can send people. Um, I think they started off by sending like 350 soldiers. By the time I think they all got there and assessed the situation, they sent like a th- like 1,800. Holy shit. <laughs> and they stayed there like through. That's a lot. Yeah. Because they had people just all around the courthouse, but then also in some of the black well, neighborhoods. I'm also, okay, like other mini riots. I'm guessing, though, you have a lot of, like, people who are rallying and rioting, and then you have people who are just trying to see what's going on, mm-hmm. who are maybe not participating at all, but they also, like, I would are fascinated, fascinated to watch, yeah. or need to watch, mm-hmm. or whatever, so then you have to deal with all of those people. What yeah. do you call those? The rubberneckers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> That's a lot of soldiers. Yeah. And a lot of Well, them, and then just to, just to take back control. Exactly. Because when something like that has been that drastic, like, I feel like, yeah. And the mayor, I don't even know what happened with the mayor afterwards. I mean, he had to go to the hospital for being hung, <laughs> attempted lynching, Jeez. you know? Yeah. So who knows if he even resigned, I don't know. I but, would. Yeah. You asshole. I'd skip I town. Wanna, I know, I'd be like, I don't want to live here. <laughs> yeah. I guess the final thing that I'll mention, though. Um, so Milton Hoffman, the boyfriend. So shortly after the, the riot, he left town. Um, he went to Denver and stayed there for a bit and then came back. Um, and you find later that uh, Hoffman was actually once formally employed with Thomas Dennison, this corrupt mayor, which, again, kind of ties in this whole... So was Agnes ever assaulted? Who knows? You know? Did okay. Agnes ever say anything? She did not. She did say, like, when they were brought brought Brown to her, they were like, oh, yep, 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 that's him, that's him. Yep, those are the clothes. But then later she said, I don't know who it was. It was just a black man. This could be the man. Jesus. So and they hung and burned a man and mm-hmm. burned a building and yeah, that's terrible. And after this year of Smith being mayor, then guess who became mayor again? Thomas Dennison. Mm. Yes. All right. Uh, can we uh, move on to a different? Can I just topic? add <laughs> one thing? Just because I feel like this is a, just a terrible story, and it is Black History Month. I feel like we need to honor somebody who's doing amazing things. I just want to give my friend. Gary Clark Jr., Gary with two R's. Um, Oh, it's like a Barry, (laughs) but a Gary. (laughs) Uh, A quick little shout out. He just released his own book called Unliking Viking. He is doing amazing things. He went from living in the projects to Washington, D.C. to having a parents who uh, were 
I believe abusive, uh, addicts, uh, poor, homeless, abandoned, to now he is the economic development for Fremont, uh, economic developer for Fremont. So awesome. There you go. Congratulations. Kudos to Gary. <laughs> Kudos to Gary. Are you constantly struggling to make ends meet? <laughs> Do you have what it takes to finally beat that meat? Virtual Honeys for Virtual Monies is looking for strong-armed, charismatic honeys to join our brigade. Break into the world of cryptocurrency today. Earn that Bitcoin with a little bit of grind. Visit Virtual Honeys for virtualmoneys.com today to find out how you can finally get your wallet stuff. Well, I'm going to totally flip this over, and my topic, I didn't know what Lord Ron was going to say, but uh, mine is uh, much sillier. So, me and Megan have been watching, uh, well, we watched a, a bunch of Gordon Ramsay. Oh, yeah. The British Kitchen Nightmares, the American one is shit. The, the more pleasant Gordon, I feel like. Well, it's like, I like Not the as they, aggressive. They don't make, well, they don't make him as aggressive, and mm-hmm. also they, like... Do it in a journalism style, which I really like. Like he's, it's like a diary style. Like mm-hmm. he's narrating himself. Yeah, and the American ones just like stay tuned after this episode for these people getting in Gordon Ramsay's yeah. face and him <laughs> telling him to piss off and and everything. Like in the British version, it's him. He's like the only one giving commentary. But then when they mm-hmm. make it American, then they, everybody like everybody that's on the <laughs> show like has a has their own little testimonial. They're like, um, yeah. And also the British one's just like a bunch of uh, delightfully disgusting food, which I enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. So. Oh my God, their food is disgusting. And the English <laughs> people are disgusting. And they don't know how to talk. So we're going to play a game eee. where I say the term and then you define it. Okay. So, something that's dodgy. It moves around a lot. No. Kind of sneaky, suspicious, not right. Not right. Not sneaky, but just like, oh, that's dodgy. Like, um, Shady. Like, I'm not going to yeah. come into work uh, because the roads are dodgy right now. Or whatever. Okay, and then Shag. You probably know that one. Bang. Yep. Get caboodle. Uh, like, when you... Shagging is not like... It's not like... Me and Megan are going to go shag. No, we would it's, never do that. We're not married. It's more of a, it's a casual hookup. Oh, oh like oh. I had a shag last night. She was well, a that good makes shag. Sense. Yeah, so it's yeah. just a one night stand. Snogging. Kissing. Miss, making out. Miss, making out, yeah. Pissed. Mad. mad. No. Peeing. Drunk. That's American is you're mad. Yeah. But That's in, why we said that. <laughs> yeah. In Britain, if you're pissed, it means you're fucking wasted. Oh, I love that. Rubbish. Trash. Garbage. Yeah, maybe yeah, that one. Garbage. Well, what about when you're uh, taking a piss? Uh, you're trying to pull one over on somebody. You're taking the piss. Are you taking the piss right now? It's, are you for serious? Are you for real? Yeah, like... Huh. It's like... I need that one. Or, like, you could be... You could take a piss on someone, like, you could be giving them shit. I'm just taking a piss on you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I love in the movie Snatch when he says, like, who took the jam out of your donut? Or who took the jelly out of your donut, to- Tommy? <laughs> who pissed in your Cheerios? Who <laughs> pissed your But Cheerios. he says, who took the jam out of your donut? Or something stupid like that. Uh, bullocks. Balls. Or? Vagina? No. 
But like bullocks would be like that's bullocks, like you know that's bullshit. Oh, bullocks. Okay. Brilliant. He's got big bullocks. Brilliant. You're smart. Seems simple. It's amazing. Brilliant. Like oh, okay, awesome. yeah. Or a lot of the time when you hear great them idea. say they say brilliant sarcastically. Oh, like oh, well, great. Everything's brilliant. sarcastic brilliant. and self-deprecating though. That's yeah. like the humor they have there. I love it. What what do you what is somebody when they say they are knackered, tired. Okay. Super I know exhausting. more of these than I thought I would. These aren't hard ones, though. You're not picking the hard ones. I just started. <laughs> okay. He has a back page. I'm knackered. How yeah. about wanker? Uh, crazy. Wanker. It's someone who jerks their dick. It's a fucking wanker. Oh, really? Fucking jack off. Oh, I but they use it casually. Like, Zoe at her age could probably call her sister a wanker and it'd be acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> What's a, what, uh, how did you do if you, if you cocked up? You did a, fucked up. You did a cock up, yeah. You fucked it up. Fucked it up. You did a, you did a right cock up job on this. I feel like here that would might be like a compliment. Like, John did a cock up job on our cocking in our shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real cocked up right now. Someone might think you're like raging. I don't oh know. yeah, like your b- balls and <laughs> just cocking all up and bollocks, down and left and, and right. Bollocks and bollocks in and wanking. And... What if uh, what if somebody says they're gonna leg it? Wing it, leg it. Yeah. Walk really fast. Yeah, they're gonna get. They're gonna leave. They're gonna get out of here. I think my dad leg said that. It? We're really? not British. I'm gonna leg it. Leg it. Leg it. Leg it. Yeah. No, that's not just British. People oh, here say that. Oh, that's interesting. What about bugger all? Fuck off. Bugger all like. Doesn't well bugger off means like. Is that fuck what you said? Off? Bugger off or bugger all? Bugger fuck all. it all. It's just nothing. Ah. Oh, it's nothing. Bugger all. Bugger all. Hmm. Butterball. It's also a turkey. Look it up. Bellend. Bellend. I know this one. Bellend. It's a body What is it part. referring to? And then what can is... You, can you use it in a sentence? Oh, oh. he's a fucking bellend, yeah. that one. You fucking bellend. Lazy piece of shit. And it's bellend is the, your penis. It's the tip of your dick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? Say the phrase again. Bellend. Like no, the what call. you said. You're a fucking bellend. You're a penis tip? Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, literally, but, you know, you're, you're well, a dick. Well, I, like, I knew that weird. one because I used to read this series that was written by a British author, and but I didn't know. Like, I read it when I was much younger. I didn't know what bellend meant. I thought it meant your butthole or, like, your butt. So, <laughs> like the, the opposite. Well, so the opposite it, end, I guess. I don't know. It's still I think it would make more sense to call somebody a butthole than a tip of your dick. Everything is, is like, phallic. Okay. That's a lot in other cultures, though, too. How about piss off? Didn't we say that? Pay, fuck off. Piss off. Maybe. Go away. Yeah. yeah, okay. So there's piss, taking a piss, and then piss off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, a bugger. Someone who's yeah, annoying? Anno- yeah, annoying person. Yeah, well, I mean, not like, not like they're bugging you, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. A tosser. Someone who jizzes. You know, is it? No, uh, toss her like you're tossing your, your dick. Jesus. Say that in a sentence. But it's, they do it in Harry Potter. Oh, that, that toss of Harry Potter. Potter. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that one's a lot more casual of a wanker. Oh, oh, casual wanker. Like, saying, calling somebody a wanker versus calling somebody a tossa would be like, say, like, heck versus hell. Okay. Oh, okay. Which one's worse then? Tossing, right? Okay. Or wanker? No, tossers. <clears throat> I feel like the gotcha. actual act of tossing your cum is worse than wanking it. It's, yeah. the, same, you're, it's the same thing. 
You're tossing your junk, not jizz. Oh, oh I thought it was like tossing it, tossing, through, your, tossing it through your hand. Yep, but we're gonna move to Cockney rhyming slang. This is uh, like kind of a secret language, but not really secret. But it was it was like a language that people made so they could talk without people understanding what the fuck they're saying. Which is that line from Austin Powers, right? When he says, "Shout on a turtle." So this game is going to be more fun. Oh. Because the way that they do it, so the way that it works is that the word that you're referring to rhymes with another word. And then there's a word before that word, and that's the one that you say. Well, sometimes they'll say both, but the slang is to say the first one, right? Usually you don't. Because, so- like, okay, I'll just give you an example. The other night mm-hmm. I was texting my brother about this show that we're watching mm-hmm. in Line of Duty, and I was just ta- texting back and forth with him, and he said, just wait for it. You're in for some, or what did he say? Something, you're in for Barney. Okay, so you're a load in, of Barney. You're in for a load of Barney. Crying. So Barney Rubble. Barney Rubble. Trouble. trouble. You're in for a load Barney of trouble. Barney Rubble Trouble. Okay. But so they just, just said say, Barney. There's another one when we were <laughs> when we were watching Line of Duty, and this one we got the reference, but we were wrong. But we still understood what he was saying. See, so the guy's like, "Well, why did they follow you?" And then he said, "I haven't got a Scooby." So we thought, "Oh, Scooby Doo." So like clues because they're yeah. mystery people okay but it's scooby-doo do rhymes with clue i haven't got a scooby scooby-doo clue wow oh gosh <laughs> i don't know okay so goodness, when, but, okay. when he says when he's he gone up the apples and pears it's stairs so this is legit like this is no not, it's a whole thing that is so fun have why do we do that watch snatch no they have a bunch of comedy. I'm the most uncultured too. person when it comes to That's not a cultured movie. It's television, terrible celebrities, music. Touch on. So <clears throat> Alright. I don't know a lot of these, I just know a few, so this, this is the fun. Crazy. And you guys at home, or most likely driving in your car, sitting at work. Play along. You can play along. So most likely wanking, if we're being honest. We know all of our listeners are a bunch of wankers Apparently, and John does that in the car, so I know. He was talking about that, and I'm like, can you keep it down? My eight-year-old's trying to go to the bathroom, and you're talking about <laughs> wanking in your your car. Tossing, tossing in his... Um... So, Sicko. <laughs> what is so you guys says? I'm all pat tonight. Pat? Mm-hmm. Pat. Pat Malone. Oh, gosh. I'm a pat Malone. Alone. I'm all alone. Mm-hmm. He gave him a kick in the coffees. Coffee grounds, rounds. Yeah? Coffee stalls, balls. Coffee stalls? What's a coffee stall? I know, it's fucking stupid. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I drink my coffee in the coffee stall. It's also where I shit. (laughs) He lost his house to the iron. Iron. Wank. Bank. Ah! Close. Close. Iron tank. Wow. I just good. figured it was bank. Similarly, yeah. she's off. T- he's off to the Sherman. Sherwin Williams paint store. <laughs> no, Sherman <laughs> tank bank. I don't know what Sherman tank is though. It's a type it? of tank. <laughs> okay. Why do they know so much about tanks? 
Although they had two big wars in their backyard. Oh, oh, okay. I'm thinking fish tanks. I'm like, wow. I'm off to Uncle Ted. I'm off to Uncle Ted. There's no, it's, that's the whole word. Bed? Yeah. Bed? Okay. Can I buy you a pig? Uh, pig ear. Beer. Yep. Yeah! I'm proud of that one. Oh, wow. (laughs) I've read this, Captain. I've read this. Captain book. Hook book. Mm-hmm. You gotta think about it. That is so crazy. Okay, this one is more common, I think. Bloody Jam is down again. What? Bloody Jam is down again. Bloody Jam? Hmm. His jam is down. His internet's down. No. Jam? His pants? His car, his jam jar. Oh my gosh. Oh, because, oh, they call it a jam jar. Okay, so they call a, what? A jam jar a car, but then they also call police cars a jam sandwich. No, well, okay, they call it a jam sandwich because it used to be white on the top and the bottom, and in the middle it had a red stripe. So they call it a jam sandwich. That's just like a coincidence. Mm. Okay, oh, yeah. Jam jar. Car. You just decided to come, well, maybe, I don't know. They call a police car a jam sandwich. Interesting. I knew his checks were dodgy, so I got him to pay me in bangers. Bangers and mash cash. Boom. Ah! Man, you're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good at rhyming. Like, I'm pretty good at war games, so. I don't think I am. You have to, to think of the, like, you got, you got to go bangers and mash and then go from mm-hmm. there. He got nabbed by the grasshoppers. Coppers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why don't you just say coppers, though? Blimey. I think the bottles are on me. Bottles? The, the bottles are on to me. Bottles. I'm trying to do my cool accent. Blimey, I think the bottles are on to me. We already did glass and ass. I don't think that could be it. Bottles and stoppers. Coppers. Coppers. He's a right Ethan. Ethan... Mission Impossible, Ethan Hawk Cock. Well, his name's Ethan Hunt. Hunt Cunt. Ethan Hawk's another actor. He's also a cock. He's after your grumble. Grumble. Same thing. Grumble and grunt. Cunt. He's after. Oh, that's. After you grumbles. Oh, that's so funny to hear somebody say that to you. (laughs) Me bloody cherry is off again. Cherry. You won't get this one. Cherry hog dog. (laughs) What's a cherry hog? I don't know. Person who eats all the cherries. Why is your dog getting off again? Oh, did you know that there was a guy in? England, I'm pretty sure it was England. Off again, like he ran away. Oh. <laughs> I was reading the story last night about this guy in England, I think, that um, put peanut butter on his balls and dick, <clears throat> and his bulldog ate off his balls and dick. Oh my gosh. Jeez Louise. That'll happen, friends, so don't put your... your How uh, high do you have to be to just let that Put your peanut butter on your genitals and then let let your your dog dog kill you. Hog your cherry. He didn't kill him, but he doesn't have any balls anymore. Or dick, because the dog ate it. Or bullocks. So I think this is something that everybody should learn. 
Cockney. These are really cool, and you could be really confusing and stupid. And if your friend knows what you're talking about, then you can fucking talk shit on people in Hell plain yeah. sight. I feel like we three should make a pack right now. <laughs> we will try our hardest to make these for ourselves to say among our friends until they catch on. I think we should too, actually. So, like, the lesson I learned was basically, like, okay, these these guys are stupid. They have all these dumb slang terms. And why is there so much slang? And it's so confusing and annoying. And it doesn't make any sense. But then I looked into it. And it's actually, like, a cool, uh, like, little It's like puzzle. a secret code. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little code. So it's kind of cool. So uh, British people still eat terrible, terrible, gross-looking food. <laughs> but um, I'm not that mad about all the slang anymore. Another form of this, like an American version of it, would be one example that I can come up with is if you're at a restaurant and you say like 86, the sour cream mm, or something, mm-hmm. six, nix, nix means none. Oh. So that's it. So here's a <laughs> commercial that I put together full of all sorts of different Cockney slang. Looking to get some early hours for the old troll? Well, have a butchers at aprils.com, and you'll find a great gift for your Dutch so you can keep your balloons. That's april.com, my chinas. In the rear, with the gear, what do we got, Megan? Okay, well, super interesting learning about uh, Cockney slang and you apparently thinking British people are disgusting. But what do you know about, <laughs> what do you guys know about Finland? Can you name one fact about Finland? Um... Finland is north of uh, mainland Europe. Wrong. Can you name a fact about this? <laughs> Finnish is the language. Oh, okay. Well, have you ever been to Finland? Either of you? Negative. No, but I know a guy that did. Doubt it. I'm guessing no, but even if either of you had said yes to the answer, which you didn't, you said you know a guy, but that's not you, <laughs> the answer is you haven't because Finland doesn't exist. Really? Oh, oh no. We're going to talk about the Finland conspiracy. What? Not only is Finland not a real country, there is no actual landmass there at all. The landmass between Sweden and Russia is actually just an empty ocean. What? Really? I can't tell if this is like a major gas. No, you guys sesh. cannot sit here and look at your phones. You're gonna okay. listen to me. I was looking up. Nope. I was looking up the city that. You're gonna listen to me. What's it okay. called? Helsinki. Right. We'll okay. talk about Helsinki later, but. Okay. More like hell okay, stinky, so the, the if you whole, ask me, boom, roasted. Again, the whole point of this conspiracy is that Finland doesn't exist. So, this begs, begs the question, why would someone make up an entire question? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of yours, because you just ruined it. <laughs> uh, this begs the question, why would someone make up an entire country? Well, to find an ans- the answer to that, we have to go back to the Cold War between Russia wait, no, no, and no, no, the wait. West. I have a theory. Real quick. When Aladdin was turned into a prince, he wasn't from a certain place, so he had to be the prince of where? Finland. Wow. No, he's too brown. Oh. (laughs) He's dead? Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Brown bread dead. Brown bread. (laughs) All right, so we have to go back to the Cold War. Terrible time. We all kind of know about that. But during this time period, on top of (laughs) everything, people were starting to promote environmentalism and the notion of preserving our natural resources. Enter the two main players in the Finland conspiracy, Russia and Japan. Mm. Now, Japan and Soviet relations have always been iffy. (laughs) 
I'm listening. <laughs> have always been iffy, but also secretive. As early as 1925, they had entered secret deals with each other that would allow them that would allow Japan to fish along Russia's borders. And there was even a formal agreement in 1928, the Soviet-Japanese Fishery Agreement, which permitted Japanese nationals to fish in the waters of the Pacific Ocean adjacent to the Soviet coastline. These treaties continued... This is the wrong side of Russia. Right, but they did have treaties on the other side, too. Okay. The secretive <laughs> treaties continued until the fall of the Soviet Union. Hmm. But right before the fall of the Soviet Union, there were documented trips of Gorbachev making trips to Japan months before the fall, and he stated that relations with Japan were faring better, even though relationship with the rest of the countries had gone to shit. Or shite. So, in fact, we can, from this, we can look at a bunch of questions based on the last century of Japanese-Russian relations. Why at the height of World War II were the battles between these two countries minimal despite being on opposing sides? And they maintained those, some of those fishing treaties. They already had their war. They had the Sino-Japanese War. Right, but they were still on opposite sides in World War II, and Japan bombed us, and we bombed them. Hmm. Bum, bum, bum. Well, Japan wasn't going north. They were going south and west. Okay, why did Japan sign a peace treaty with Russia in 1941, just months before their allies, Germany, went to war with Russia? Because they knew that you don't go to war with Russia in the winter. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> also, why were relations with Japan... Wait, are these rhetorical? Yeah, they're rhetorical. Okay, Shut sorry. the fuck up, Steve. <laughs> why were relations between Japan and Russia always good throughout the Cold War, despite the major geopolitical differences between the countries and close geograf- geographical positions that you think would cause tensions? The answer is simple. They shared a common secret, a common asset that worked in both of their favors. And that asset was Finland. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's unclear whether Finland was first thought up. Some say it was during the Cold War. Others say it was far back as the 1920s. Uh, it's not really clear when it was thought up, but it's ne- it's a necessity. And it's simple. Why do they have Finland? Why did they make it up? Japan can fish in the region of the ocean between Sweden and Russia without worry for environmental re- repercussions. After all, nobody's going to expect fishing regulations to be broken in a place where everyone thinks there's a landmass, will they? Oh my god. <laughs> Good call. And in return, Russia gets a percentage of the fish to distribute to their population. Why does Japan want to go all the way around the world? Ah! To good, get <laughs> good question, Steve. In fact, they don't they, have they fish. They can just go west. There's like the biggest ocean in the world. Is in right- fact, they don't have to go. They love fish. The Japanese love fish. Yeah, I love They don't have to go west. You want to know why? (laughs) Because Russia, for this sole reason, built the Trans-Siberian Railway so that they could ship the fish from the... (laughs) So inefficient. (laughs) See? To Japan. (laughs) (laughs) But... (laughs) Were they like tanks in the... Currently, no. Currently, they ship fish. Uh, from quote-unquote Finland, which is just really an ocean, to Japan <laughs> via the Trans-Siberian <clears throat> Railway under the guise of Nokia products. Because for some reason... <laughs> <laughs> what, like the big phones? Yeah, because for some reason... <laughs> the indestructible phones. Nokia yeah. is the largest Finnish company. Mm. However, it's A, owned by Japanese, and two, <laughs> Japan... Did you say A and two for this car talk? <laughs> Japan is the largest importer of Nokia products, but there are very few people who own Nokia phones in that country. 
in Finland. In Japan. So how are they the number one importer of Nokia products? Huh? Huh? (laughs) So, do you have any questions about this conspiracy theory? What about Helsinki? Ah, okay, so Helsinki. Helsinki is actually located in eastern Sweden. It's not like the people flying there would even notice. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) there are actual... (laughs) (laughs) There are people who live in Finland. (laughs) And they believe they live in Finland. They believe that they're Finnish, but they actually live... Um, in Sweden? They actually live in Sweden, the western part of Russia, or northern parts of Estonia. They just they just don't know. <laughs> what about the whole Baltic Sea? What are you talking about? So, it's Finland. The only, I feel like the, the only thing, I, I have a children's book for Lucille that Alex Loth gave us. Um, and it's about renewable energies and i'm pretty sure the country that it's about is finland and it's like the only nation that's like going to be completely aha dependent aha on renewable energy so at first when finland was established it was seen as a good sign of goodwill between western countries and the soviet union because uh, they know about this. Everyone knows about it. The governments do. But, you know, these are the bargaining chip. We have this on you and all that. But since then, Finland has evolved into something much more. It's an idealistic placeholder for what countries should aspire to. No real country could so consistently place first in education, healthcare, gender equality, yeah. literacy rates, national stability, the least corrupt government in the world, freedom of the press, and more. It's a concept for countries and people to aspire to, but that's where the problems about Finland's existence is disputed. No country in the world could possibly be that good. So it's a jealousy thing. It's damning. No, it's not a jealousy thing. It doesn't exist. What about Australia? We can cover that on another episode. <laughs> but think about it. The It's an outrageous lie. To think that they would make up a country, but it's so outrageous that, that no one would ever believe it. Be that it true. just might be <laughs> yeah. true. Oh, geez. Also, why was it named Finland? Well, it's as a we fine know, land. the Japanese want the fish, so the country was originally made for fishing. What do fish have? Finns. Thus, Finland. Oh my god. Look at what about the Finnish language? Look up the similarities between Japanese and Finnish when you have time, listener. Really? It may surprise you how similar they are, no. which is weird considering the vast distances between them. Mm-hmm. A whole Russia away. Hey, you know what's cool about the Trans-Siberian uh, Railroad? What? What, Steve? Well, with the fish, you don't have to freeze them because it's really cold. Huh. Huh, really? Yeah, because it's like a big old freezer. Got them. For fish. Smart business. You guys thought that was a joke? Sorry. The only other thing that I think anyone would be um, interested in would be, what about the Finnish people? Are they all in on the conspiracy? And the answer is no. People from Finland genuinely believe they are from Finland. In reality, they are from, as we talked about, small towns on either the eastern part of Sweden, western part of Russia, or northern part of Estonia. The other thing you might be interested in is, what about all of other the Finland's other exports other than Nokia? Well, Finland's three biggest and three most well-known areas of industry are oil, tech, and software. The oil is gathered on an offshore platform where the rest of us believe the landmass of Finland is. 
again, the Japanese get to avoid rigging regulations in that respect. The tech companies have already been explained above with the Nokia post, and the software companies can easily redirect their IP address through the Finnish sea. As for other Finnish exports, well, claiming Santa comes from your country isn't a viable way to get people to believe in it. The end. (laughs) Finland does not exist. And to all a good night. Wow. Which brings me to the... Fast facts. You guys aren't even going to like, where the hell did you get that from? Nope, I believe you. Finland doesn't exist. You're a big man with big problems. You need a support system that's just as strong as you and a counselor who understands the toughest insecurities and sensitivities. Contact Heavy Duty Consultation Services for the best, most robust emotional support available. HD Consultation Services. Heavy-duty safe space for heavy-duty men. So, today's fast facts are about Finland. It says here, Finland has only been an independent country since 1918. Convenient, huh? Only seven years (laughs) prior to the treaties made with Russia. Finnish athletes have won more Summer Olympic medals per capita than any other nation. As of 2012, Finland has won, in total... 302 Summer Olympic medals, including 101 gold medals. And since their population is only 5.4 million, that's an average of 55.9 medals per million. Also, for every... (laughs) It's true. And for every $1 billion in, what do you call it, equity or whatever that the country has, each citizen... It has $122 stake in that. In the United States, ours is 60 cents. And we're like the second most. Uh, So it just goes back to the whole idyllic, it Hmm. doesn't exist. Yeah, to say Santa Santa Claus is from there. Santa Claus, uh, known as Yule Goat, (laughs) officially resides in a house built on top of the Arctic Circle near a town of Rovaniemi, the northern province of Lapland, Santa Claus Post Office, which is Santa Claus Village, Finn 96930 Arctic Circle, receives 700,000 letters every year. That's pretty interesting. Yep, fake Santa, fake place. Current president of Finland, Tarja. Hallonen is a woman. <laughs> Too progressive. <laughs> Nokia Corporation. Actually, the, the current president is Sali Nistu. That's a man. Oh, whatever. I guess this is old. Nokia Corporation was the world's largest manufacturer of mobile telephones from 98 to 2012, with a global market share of over 35 per scrint. Between 06 and 09. Also, one of the number one suppliers of fish to Japan. That's interesting. Hmm. It says here, Finland's not a real country, and it's actually made up by the Japanese and the Russian in a huge conspiracy about fish and trains. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what, is what is this? Well, that leads us to our fast facts today. Um, go ahead and look up... No, yours are fast facts. Oh, this goes. This leads us up to our additional search terms this week. Go ahead and look up um, 
Interesting facts about British people that aren't offensive. Doubt it. <laughs> because I think you were very insensitive. <laughs> um, bangers and mash refers to sausage and mashed potatoes. Which sounds good, the mashed potatoes part. You don't like sausage? She's vegetarian. Yeah. Veggie sausage. Ooh, what was that sausage somebody was talking about? They made sausage with gummy bears? Blood uh, sausage with gummy bears. Yeah. What was that from? I don't know. Chopped? Where they just give you a bunch of shitty ingredients <laughs> and tell you to have fun? Yeah, now we're watching Chopped. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, also look up um, look up the Will Brown hanging. Mm. Because yeah. it's terrible, but mm-hmm. also everyone should learn about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to learn more about it because I don't know anything about history. She doesn't history. know anything about history at all. <laughs> but I do know that Finland is not real, so go ahead and look up Finland Conspiracy when you have time. There you go. Well, no. Yeah. It's not a conspiracy. It's a fact. Finland is fake. Look it up. Finland is fake. And Helsinki is actually hell stinky. <laughs> There's a town in Norway called Hell. Nice. It's neat. It's neat. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check out our website at clearhistorypodcast.com. Megan redid it. I redid it. It looks looks brand spanking nice. Looks pretty good. And don't check us out on Facebook, but check us out on Instagram, where we have uh, awesome content, and we make little stories for each uh, different episode, so you can see, since you can't see the podcast, you can see stuff on Instagram. Like pictures. Yeah, Steve showing his junk. So like at Clear History Podcast. Also, double shout out to Lauren's friend Gary with two R's. Yay, Gary! And don't check us out on Twitter, but we have one now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we need a better way to end this fucking show because every that. time we're so awkward, we're just Bye. like. All right, how about this? And that's all we have to talk about today. Make sure you clear your history. Giggity, giggity. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you have a great idea for a commercial, send us an email, clearhistory at gmail.com. No, clearhistorypodcast at gmail.com. Clearhistorypodcast at gmail.com. It's like email, but Google, so it's Gmail. But don't worry about that. But if you send us an email on that, we will make a commercial for you. A fake one, or a real one, or whatever. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? And it's going to be free. Free 99. (laughs) Can't be that. That's dope. Should we do that? Yeah, that works.